0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda program. So happy you could join me on this fine, fine Tuesday afternoon. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, following on Twitter and True Social, and checking out the description for... All sorts of fun stuff. Well, we've got many things to answer today. We'll talk about Meta's new AI that's letting people make chatbots, and we'll show you what they're using it for. The New York Times is finally asking, why some Americans buy guns? We'll dive deep into that. We'll dive deep into an audio talking about... uh, Hold on, we're looking into this. uh, We believe uh, Trump talks about selling secrets to uh, other countries. Wait... Wait, that was the current president of the United States while in the same room as the, uh, as the Indian dele- India delegation? Well, terribly sorry about that. We made a big mistake. But there is a Trump audio, and we'll play it, that, of course. And a cool gesture by Idaho's GOP, but uh, it won't go through anyway because, of course, they have what we like to call here at the Political Panda Program, a pussy of a governor. All of that and much, much more. So, of course, diving in today. uh, So, an Indian delegation, I believe it was the Prime Minister, or I'm not entirely for sure, uh, were fully here and, uh, you know, in an open room. Cameras are rolling, and here is the President of the United States, Joe Biden. This also is not in the actual official transcript, by the way. But here you go. Here's video evidence that it still does exist.
1: I was just thinking, uh, uh, anyway... I started off without you, and I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. I was just thinking...
0: Yes, that, that is, that's not AI, that's not, <laughs> that, that is, that is President Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, that, that is, that is Pre- President Joe Biden. Oh, funny enough, actually, as of 19 hours ago, ago, according to somebody in the comments, it was actually still in, uh, it, it was actually still in the, uh, transcript. <laughs> At this point, it's still on White House Gub, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they take it down. Uh, from what I've seen, they have taken it down. Uh, let me see. State. Let uh, me state. Oh, no, it's still here, actually they haven't removed it yet just yet uh, it literally i kid you not <laughs> president biden okay we i was just thinking that anyway i started off without you i sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things we shared now all kidding aside yep of course you're just kidding yep yep, just kidding guys j- j- just kidding haha <laughs> funny no joke no joke man no joke You know, I stole many state secrets, but no joke. No joke. (laughs) Fucking God, dude. Anyway, anyway, of course, the real big story of the day is so apparently, uh, apparently the Clinton News Network, uh, not to be confused with CNN, got apparently an audio recording of former Donald Trump uh, released to them. Apparently the two minute recording uh, that they obtained includes uh trump bantering which we will play of course and uh so of course you know well let's hear this mystical clip i mean we've got to hear from the mystical truth tellers at cnn i mean i'm sure there is nothing at all suspicious about this clip especially not at all with the timing of it i mean that's totally not at all a coincidence right as joe biden begins to absolutely lawyer the fuck up but here is that bad sick people
1: but that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you oh. we were going to try to do a coup. No, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. No, trying to don't. overthrow your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at him. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Wait a minute. Let's see here.
0: I'm no legal expert, but if, if, if per, I mean, we're talking off the record here. Uh... In certain cases I don't know if this could actually be used in court But who knows at this point Who knows what we'll see Because honestly I, I wouldn't be surprised by anything anymore Our world is so upside down Flipped, turned around That honestly it could even be the case At this point point. And what's funny is this isn't even the audio Or anything that's even talked about in the indictment This is a different one <laughs> Yeah. I just found
1: uh, Isn't that amazing This totally wins my case you know Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. Yeah. But look, look at this. You attack, and Hillary would print that out all the time. You know, <laughs> <She'd> <laughs> send, it. No, she'd send it. she it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, The yeah. pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what. He's <laughs> in the papers. Did. Well, Projection. this was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? I uh, do we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified yeah. it, but now I can't, you know, but this is Yeah, classified. now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so, I'm look, we here and I have a, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, also. I believe It's you. incredible right
0: no it, hey bring they some uh bring some coats in please <sighs> i mean god damn it man i just listen uh, go ahead do it i i I. you know what I, at this point what also just doesn't make sense to me it, it what doesn't make sense to me is the fact that in the united states there's even like a law at all. like why is there because okay the main issue right now is the fact that even if trump you know for whatever reason goes to jail over this whole stuff, which there is that possibility. There there it's not at one it's not, you know, there's still a chance. It's not, you know, at zero percent in this case. The <laughs> the idea, the fact that people could be voting for somebody in uh in prison will be so hilarious <laughs> over Joe Biden. But it's just it's funny because of this entire situation. Um the, the entirety of this situation could have been so avoided, but it, especially with that line there, it doesn't help, man. It doesn't fucking help. Remember, there are certain jobs that are some of the worst in the world. And one of those jobs that's one of the worst in the world, besides being the White House press secretary, is being Donald Trump's lawyers. Being Donald Trump's lawyers is the hardest job because normally when you tell your client to shut the fuck up, your client shuts the fuck up. When you're Donald Trump, you don't end up shutting the fuck up because, well, you're Donald Trump and you'll do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) In this case, sometimes having a loud mouth ends up coming to bite you in the ass. So we'll have to see what ends up happening. In the case, I still, I just don't understand it. Why is there not a law in place to where as soon as you put a person in jail, they then can't run for president? Like, there's no eligibility to be able to run... I do not i g i I don't I don't understand why that wouldn't be a thing. I maybe it's because no one ever thought that would ever be a thing. No one ever thought that, you know, we'd get to the point here in America where we're literally charging a former you know, we're actually fully going, ah, you know, we're gonna immediately start charging the chief political rival to the to the to the current President who's running for re-election. You know, that's... That's a really cool idea. So, um... Well... And that's then there becomes... Well, can he technically pardon himself? Since he's the one? It's a whole... Whole big ordeal. But... Whatever. (laughs) Jesus, man. So, cool audio, CNN. Really great timing, by the way. Really, really cool. Uh... Cool, cool timing. Well, over... In Idaho, the uh, GOP uh, unanimously passed a resolution in which they, of course, took a very strong stance against the FBI, but condemning the corrupt government agency and calling for its ab- uh, abolition if it is deemed that the agency cannot be reformed. Of course, it passed unami- uh, unanimously by the, of course, uh, of course, the state legislature, but. I mean, it's it's a cool resolution and all, but I it just, I don't think it's going to do anything, you know? I mean, the thing is, <laughs> did it really take all the way to now for everybody to figure out that maybe the the United States, you know, is, or that the FBI has not always been the best agency, the most, you know, not at all corrupt one? Like does does anybody else is is it really taken all the way until now to to actually like figure figure this out? I mean, the United the FBI has been skirting past the rules and been completely over its boundaries or completely in some ways corrupt since its literal founding, well over a hundred years ago. So <laughs> the entire idea that it's taken up to now to realize this. Is a little little shocking, but you know, I guess when you think that the FBI has done so much right, that uh, it just takes something like this to ruin said credibility. Like I said, it's a cool gesture and all, but it's not action. It's not going to most likely lead anything. It's just, oh, we condemned it. Here we go. We did it. There you go. Cool. Uh, I I condemn the FBI too. See. You can too. If you just say the words, I condemn the FBI. See, it works out for uh, everyone. So, uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, I'm not... Uh, cool gesture and all, but... Mm, mm is what I say. Mm. In our, of course, daily monochromatic Pride Month uh, <laughs> news... So... We told you yesterday about the Seattle Pride uh, nude cyclist stuff. And of course, you know, some people began uh, on on the left, began responding to this. And I, I just I don't understand the thought process here. But anyway, so uh, we have this guy named uh, Ron Fleski. I don't I'm not good with last names. Uh, as I said, when Pride Month began, the right uses this stuff to win elections and then passes laws and appoint judges to take away your rights. It's it it it's it's a video of fully naked adults riding bikes, exposing their genitals to children at a fucking pride. Like I, I yep yes, even George Takai from Star Trek had to get in there as well. Even if there were no naked guys on bikes this year, they would find a picture or generate them and push the same agenda anyway. There's no fixing this by calling for self-censoring. We wouldn't... No, no, we wouldn't need to do any of that because you guys do it yourselves. I mean, genuinely. I I think this should just highlight it and it's a post that's been going around all over. And it's nobody cares who you want to have sex with it. just stop telling children you know just 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 stop so then we get to then <laughs> then we get to to Brian Cranston this guy or Brian Cranston i don't fucking know so this guy is a wacko this guy is whack okay so he tweets out in a with a picture of, uh, of course, a picture of Libs of TikTok. And he says, let me get this straight. Libs of TikTok tweets out a video of naked men in order to make a point that naked men on bicycles should not be parading on in front of kids. I agree. Well, I'm glad you agree, Brian. I'm glad. But in order to make this point, they share a video of naked men on bicycles on Twitter where millions of kids can now see this video. Uh, You do realize that she can mark the video because Libs of TikTok is run by a woman, that she can mark the video, uh, spoiler, there's, or, like, there's, you know, 18-plus content here, and also, in order to use Twitter, you must be 13 years and older. I mean, yes, that's why we should maybe, you know, up it to 18 to be on Twitter, you know? That's maybe the case. That's what we should maybe do, although even then, people are just going to lie about their age either way. So, you're going to have to put things like what they did in other states for, like, if you wanted to access Pornhub, you had to submit your driver's license and everything. Stuff like that, like ID. And, so, so, and... As well, I mean, maybe we'll just have to add, you know, like a feature into uh, here where you have to maybe verify or whatever. But note that I am only sharing a screenshot of the video and not retweeting it because I actually don't think the kids should be viewing naked men on bicycles online. Unlike libs of TikTok, Twitter is open to kids 13 and older, uh, according to their terms of service, and libs of TikTok knows this. Of course, uh, uh, funny, funny enough. You're more upset people are reporting that gay men are exposing themselves to five-year-old kids than you are at gay men for exposing themselves to to five-year-olds. Number one, seeing a man naked on a bike isn't going to have much of an impact on any kid. They have likely seen their father or brother naked before. Sharing an uncensored video of a naked man on a bike to an audience of possibly 30 million kids on Twitter is arguably worse than that. Uh, riding a bike naked in front of a kid or two in a planned event that kids, uh, that the kids' parents take them to. There are much worse uh, things the average kid will see or hear online and offline in a typical week. Okay, that last part is actually true. Uh, knowing from experience, uh, literally talking... Uh, uh, because I've been... Mean, if you talk to really young kids, and it's it's really disturbing. i I, I remember when i back when there's still like people in like my actual neighborhood to actually like go out and uh and, and like talk like talk to like a few what a few like years ago, back when I was in school. and I remember this kid already knew like so many swears already, and he already knew all of like he already knew all about like porn and he was in like the third grade. Right? The third fucking grade. And so it was just ridiculous. He's in third grade. And this was a few years ago. This was before, like, the the trans stuff really hit the full, like, force. Like, so this entire, you know, sort of sexualization of children has been going on for a lot longer than some people might think. So there is right in there, but still... The idea of a bunch of, like, really young children following libs of TikTok is quite hilarious because people, children that are that age of, thir- of like, 13, unless they're really into politics, they're not going to be following libs of TikTok. I am sorry, but when I was 16, or when I first joined Twitter back in 2016, I wasn't joining for politics. I mean, I was joining for, like, news news. But I wasn't at that time immediately joining for politics. At that time, I was joining Twitter because I wanted to learn gaming news. Obviously, now I, obviously now I obviously follow you know a lot more political stuff on Twitter. I mean, that's why I literally you know I run a political news show now. But I don't actively, I I, I don't I don't actively, you know, go around and uh you know I, like it's, it, it's it's not what I originally joined twitter for and i've i've been on twitter since around the time i turned 13 basically so i which is weird to think about i've i've been on twitter for that long but still it's reasons i joined twitter and the reasons why you know so like for following for audiences it, it all there's a lot a wide variety. There are probably very few 13-year-olds that are following libs of TikTok that are going, oh my goodness. So, yes. Of course, uh, you know, all over the country, of course, you have all of the election stuff still going on. Of course, you have Trump, you've got Santis. And that's who, that's who we gotta really refocus back in on again because. Uh well, DeSantis, uh, of course, was over in Texas, and while he came out in full support of allowing federal law enforcement on the southern border to use deadly force against dangerous criminal organizations, which is not in shouldn't be in any way controversial and should be absolutely supported to the just full on first degree, as uh, absolutely I am fully in support of this. I mean, you should absolutely be able to use deadly force against this type of stuff and we should absolutely be fully building up the wall fully and fully and for surely completely just shutting the border down securing it and completely just shutting it and saying you have to in order to apply for asylum you got to apply you got to apply outside of the US and you know eventually we'll we'll be able to you know tell you when you can cross and you can come right over at this point the, this we've gone too much into this and so it's good to see uh, a a full on actual serious candidate actually going around unlike uh, a very certain somebody that might be slightly a little too old to be running for president. Mm-hmm. Trump. All sorry, I didn't what were you were you did you guys say something? Uh, no, okay. Mm. Good. Uh of course, uh Really do hope that, uh, of course, DeSantis actually does win this because genuinely he's the best guy for the job. As of right now, he has the best poll numbers in terms of swing states, which is what's needed to win. I mean, literally between Trump and DeSantis, even as soon as sort of if DeSantis became the nominee, most people were already going to vote for DeSantis and probably even more so because DeSantis is a newer face. And so he's not Trump. And he doesn't exactly, you know, give off some of the same, you know, sort of thing or turn certain people off like what Trump did for certain people. I know a very certain person that's near to me that I know probably wouldn't vote, who would never vote for Trump, but also isn't a Democrat either and would most likely vote more for DeSantis anyway. So it's better than to have that as well. So cool stuff there. Well, Biden, of course, and the administration announced a $42 billion high-speed internet initiative in which they, of course, are wanting to give every American household access to high-speed internet. Of course, the funds were allotted back during the infrastructure land and over uh, infrastructure package that ended up happening a while ago, and so they already they've already divvied up their the actual money is expected to be divvied up across all of the states over the next, you know, few years. And, uh, so, of course, you know, this is a cool thing and all, and I I get what they're trying to do, but how about you invest this money into, like, internet companies and have them do this, you know? Maybe, you know, try to get, like, companies to actually, like, an initiative to actually get like companies to place like fiber all over the U S to start really connecting everything like that. That should maybe be the goal of actually uh, actually like connecting with the internet, the entirety of the U S. But I I guess, I, I guess not. So, but I mean, hopefully we'll see what happens I mean, listen, it's it's a cool thing. It's, it's, it's probably one of the only good things I can probably ever say about the Biden administration. But honestly, this could have been done under really any president, I mean. And even then, it could have been handled so much better and probably for a lot cheaper. And that's where it truly begins to fall apart. So, not... You know, a bit, bit of a W, small one, but you know what, it's, uh, it probably could have been uh, put together a bit better. Well, Tesla is, of course, taking a, a bit of a W over time. It's a very slow one, like what's that last one, but it could be an actual net positive for not only them, but the actual sort of future of even electric cars as a whole as Tesla's actual electric charging technology is being put on the actual fast track to become the North American standard, as it's slowly gaining momentum after uh, it just announced that Volvo will be joining uh, General Motors and Ford. Rivian is, of course, embracing Tesla's charging design. And right now, you know, Toyota has been invited when they really start putting, you know, a lot more electric cars Everybody's been invited to join this, and uh, if you've been a long-time listener of the show, you'll know that out of all of the actual networks here in America, the most consistently actual good one that people have less complaints about is the Tesla charging network. It's, it's literally the one that, once it really starts getting to be put everywhere, it is truly the one that most people would... It is the one that most people that actually drive electric vehicles and are in that space currently as it is now, will tell you that the Tesla charging network is the one to use. And so, truly, this could as make their way to fully ending up being the full-on North American standard. Of course, it has, you know, yet to be actually approved. But I mean the us is already trying to add more and of course you know most likely they're going to want to use this charger anyway if most cars buy because they want to deploy a lot of these by 2030 so therefore just make it the standard now and install all of them and make all future electric cars be you know all of those all all of those actual chargers and just have a reliable network that people can rely on. I mean, think about this. When you you when you go and fill up, most of us still drive a gas-powered car. When you go to the gas station, like, 90-plus percent of the time, you don't really think about, you know, the idea that you're going to have to call, like, support for your gas pump. You know, you'll be able to tell which gas pumps are out of order. There's certainly some times when you see it, but... It's not something you think about. Imagine, you know, your your car is on like the last few miles that it can take in your electric car. And you pull up to the charging station and you go to plug in your car. And it's just not working. The car is not charging. You've got to call up their support. They're trying to remote reset it. It's not working. And you have to try to pull to another one and hope that you can still it's starting to hit zero miles left. And you've got to hope that you can make it like it it's a whole just issue of just god damn it just charge charge my fucking car like but most people don't have that issue with Tesla ones I've yet to hear many issues or stories of this with some of the other ones tons so make Tesla's Tesla's charging technology just the actual US standard it it will actually if you do that and you start putting these just everywhere, you could actually see a lot more people actually wanting to, you know, buy an electric car. You know, you could actually see people being like, oh, okay, like, it's actually worth it. Like, once people every single day start seeing these, and it's a reliable network that they can rely on for their commutes, their road trips, and they bring down the amount of time it takes for these cars to charge, you will see a lot more people wanting to actually use them well in some other news so meta has a new ai that lets people make chatbots and well what are people using it for well it is the internet and you know maybe they're you know maybe they're using it for communities maybe they're using it to you know maybe people are using it to you know sort of uh you know have you know good conversation you know maybe they're helping to teach it you know You know, interesting stuff. Nope, nope, they're using it for sex. It's horniness. Fucking horniness. Of course it is. Allie is an 18-year-old with long brown hair who boasts tons of sexual experience because she lives for attention she shares details of her sex uh, escapades with anyone for free but alias fake an ai created for sexual play which sometimes carries out graphic rape and abuse fantasies well that's great oh that that's great oh yes welcome to the age of ai of course, you know, a- OpenAI, Microsoft, and, of course, Google rigorously trained their AIs to models to avoid a host of taboos, including overly intimate conversations. Alley was built using open source technology code that was freely available to the public with no such restrictions, based on a model c- created by Meta. Yay! And so now, what did they do? People took the open source, they took the stuff, and they made... Fucking they they made goddamn <laughs> they made a literal girl who's basically a whore. She's an AI whore. She, she she is an AI whore used for asking them about different scenarios. It's like, oh, have you ever done this? And then it starts going in. It's basically a bot that can create unlimited amounts of erotica for literally horny dudes to read to get off to. So Yay. <sighs> Man. See, open source can both be such a, a, a good thing, but can also lead to a bad thing. So, yes, the the world, ladies and gentlemen, the two diagraphies, so serious, but underneath, just so horny. God. And finally, or uh, almost, yeah, finally today, New York Times why some americans buy guns and well of course why why are they you know why 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 just why why would people you know why why would people want to buy guns you know why would people start buying guns back during you know lockdown after so many people as like crime statistics started going up Of the 7.5 million people who bought their first firearm during a uh, period, a survey found that 5.4 million had until then lived in homes without guns. The new buyers were different from the white men who have been historically made up of the majority of gonos. Half were women, and nearly half of people were color. 20% were black, 20% were Hispanic. Of course, I mean... Yeah, people were going and buying guns because they wanted to defend themselves. They were, you know, self-defense was literally the top reason Americans purchase handguns. But, I mean, yeah, of course. You kidding me? Those planning to buy firearms were most likely to agree strongly with the statements people can't be trusted. People are not what they seem. You need to watch your back. Yeah, I would agree with all of those. Are you seeing what what certain people are here in this country? I would absolutely agree. I mean, if you have something that you can immediately point at somebody and go, "Get the fuck out of my house, or else I will literally drop you right now on the ground," or and then we'll pin you or whatever, and we'll wait till the cops come, then uh, I'm pretty sure I, I'm I'm pretty sure you're going to be a lot better off. So, what are we truly finding? That a lot more people were feeling unsafe in America. The New York Times themselves has to fully admit that, well, maybe some people were feeling a little bit more unsafe, and that, you know. Crime increased, and so what did people go out and do to defend themselves? They went out and they bought a gun for the very first time. A lot of people were like, hey, I should maybe get something to defend myself, and that maybe I should you know, have something to maybe that I may not ever you know, actually fire or fully ever need to use, and that's the main hope, but they at least want something to at least make sure that they feel a little bit safer. Which of course, for some people, speak volumes. Like, oh, well, you know, if you just got rid of him in the first place. Go, yeah, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that that's working out great for the UK and their uh, stabbing problem. I'm sure that that is working out for them. Anyway, that is going to do it today for the Political Panda program. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, follow on Twitter and Truth Social, and of course, check out all the articles down below. And of course, if you. Uh you know, it's it's another day, folks, another day. Truly, we've learned a lot. And so here's to another day of learning. I'll see you all tomorrow for the Wednesday edition of the show. Of course, have a good rest of your day. I'll see you later.